Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. AVS Media Papa Hotel Lima Echo November Radio Check. Papa Echo November, good afternoon. Uh, read you five. Good afternoon. Read you five as well. Papa Echo November. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exonation, my guest this hour is a gentleman we have had the pleasure of having on the show many times before. Dr. Bruce Goldberg is back with us here in the Exxon. Now, he holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in Biology and Chemistry as a Doctor of Dental Surgery from the University of Maryland School of Dentistry and has a Master's degree in Counseling Psychology. Now, he retired from dentistry and since then has concentrated on his thriving international hypnotherapy practice in Los Angeles, California. 
Dr. Goldberg is the author of 21 best-selling and award-winning books, including Past Life, Future Lives. This is the first book ever written on progression hypnotherapy. That's taking patients back into their future lives. His uh, second book, The Search for Grace, was made into a television movie by CBS. Dr. Goldberg was the consultant on the film. And he's also sought for as a guest on on television shows, radio shows, and over his career, he has conducted more than 35,000 past life regressions and future life progressions and has helped thousands of patients to empower themselves through the use of these valuable techniques. And Dr. Bruce Goldberg, welcome back to the Exxon. Great having you with us tonight, Doctor. Oh, Rob, it's a pleasure to reincarnate with you here. And, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned about my... Uh, television interviews, the uh, Discovery Channel mm-hmm. in Canada has a new series called Alien Mysteries, which I believe is going to premiere next month. Yeah. And I did a taping for them last summer here in North Hollywood, and uh, I'll be talking about time travelers, teleportation, out-of-body experiences, many of the things we'll be discussing tonight. So they can actually see what it looks like, see actual uh, depictions of what real time travels from our future from 1,000 to 3,000 years in the future will actually look like. So I highly recommend them tune into that very fine show. Sounds like it's going to be great, and, and the the the, uh, the Discovery Channel has excellent broadcasting. So uh, we'll make sure to let our listeners know. We'll find out the exact date and time. We'll be glad to promote it for you, Doctor. Well, also the uh, what I'm told by the network there is too that that, that show basically bicycles to Europe and then also to the United States. So eventually, it will be seen in the United States too. Excellent, excellent. Tell me, Doctor, how did you go from dentistry to hypnotherapy? Well, it, well you, you might say it was a fifth-dimensional travel here. Ah. Uh, I, used, uh, I used hypnosis in my dental practice for apprehension and pain control, mm-hmm. and then I decided to experiment with the concept of past-life regression. I had read the Brighton Murphy story, a uh, case that occurred way back in the 1950s, a right. documented case, mm-hmm. and uh, I, it was, uh, to me, just dominated my life. I actually uh, practiced dentistry only part-time for the 13 years that I did, and then I just literally when I moved to Los Angeles, retired from dentistry and do this full time. So this has been a major component of my life. And uh, I go from, I developed the field of progression therapy, and then I dealt with ET abductees, and then the, you might say, the climax of my career or the ultimate uh, extrapolation is the idea of meeting time travels from our future. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that tonight. But I do want to say one thing for your audience, though. This is uh, We're going to be talking about some very fascinating topics like teleportation and the idea of traveling back and forward in time. What I'd like to do for, you, for your audience is, is to... Um, my latest book, Exploring the Fifth Dimension, has many exercises in this. And if, if your listeners order it directly from my site, I will give them a free fifth dimensional travel CD. All right, which Doctor. Will allow them to go into the fifth dimension to actually do these techniques. All right, we've got to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Dr. Bruce Goldberg sure. is my special guest. When we get back, we'll give you the doctor's websites so you can go and get a copy of his new book, Exploring the Fifth Dimension. My name's Rob McConnell. Don't go away.
Nation, our guest this hour is Dr. Bruce Goldberg. His website is www.drbrucegoldberg.com, and that's drbrucegoldberg.com. His latest book is entitled Exploring the Fifth Dimension, and Dr. Goldberg is going to be featured in the, I believe it's the first two segments of a brand new show that's coming on this March on Discovery Channel, entitled Alien Mysteries. Once again, the good doctor's website is www.drbrucegoldberg.com. 35,000 regressive uh, hypnotherapy sessions, doctor. You must have heard some things that have just blown your mind. Well, you know, uh, the uh, CBS television did a television movie on my documented case called The Search for Grace about a, a woman who was regressed into 46 past lives. Wow. In 20 of them, she was killed by the same man, the same, the soul of the same man. And in her current life, uh, she was uh, also stalked by him, and she had a relationship with him, and she couldn't end it until we did the regressions. And finally, the most recent life was in Buffalo, New York, not far from where you are. Yeah. Um, in 1927, as Grace Doe's, and that movie was documented. That, that case was documented by the network. So that was a pretty heavy case. And, and as far as progress into the future, mm-hmm. I was uh, working with a gentleman who was a therapist uh, years ago in the East Coast, and he um, had a hand-washing compulsion that he couldn't get rid of. And as a therapist, you know, it's not a good prerequisite, uh, not a good uh, promotional for your patients if you're that neurotic and, you know, you have to wash your hands 50 times. Exactly. And I took him into the future, and in the future, in about year 2088, uh, he was uh, a nuclear technician in a power plant in Tulsa, Oklahoma, here in the States, and mm-hmm. he actually got very neurotic, caused a nuclear meltdown, and literally contaminated the entire city of Tulsa, and that was the cause of his hand-washing compulsion in this life. Oh it gosh. wasn't caused from a past life, it was caused from a future life, because all time is simultaneous. So this is the space-time continuum, and this is some of the things that we deal with. By the way, just in the yeah. side here, I noticed that the Alien Mystery Show is going to premiere on March 3rd, according to their, their website. So uh, just three weeks from now, that show, is going to, or that, that, that show is going to air. Well, what, in, I, I have to ask you at this point, what is yeah. the connection between Alien Mysteries and hypnotherapy? Well, you understand, this new show is, is uh, trying to depict uh, extraterrestrial contact with, with our species throughout mm-hmm. uh, history, current times. And since hypnosis can be used to regress people into their contacts on the lo- missing time episodes, you have an obvious connection there. Secondly, even more important than that is the fact that because my work with hypnosis takes people into the future, therefore the idea of when aliens or the grays, the zeta reticuli as we call them, are going to be permanent residents of the Earth in the near future. Uh, they want to know about that in detail. So the Greys are going to be, you might say, they're going to have their Grey card in several hundred years, and they're going to be residents of the Earth. So they wanted to tell the details about that as well as time travelers. Going into the future, when did you see or when have you been told that first contact is actually going to be made public? Well, that's a good question. It's not going to be for a while because we do have our men in black mentality and our government mentality. Uh, uh, you know, uh, South America is much, and Mexico is much more liberal about expressing some of the uh, 
or documented extraterrestrial UFO uh, contacts, uh, sightings mm-hmm. anyway. But uh, it's not going to be literally for a few hundred years before they actually are publicly made aware where they're not going to be endangered. Right now, an ET would be killed if it came forward. Uh, so uh, you're not going to see that on your 6 o'clock news. How reliable, and please don't take this the wrong way, Doctor, how reliable mm-hmm. is the information that that people come forth with, whether it's going back into the future or, or in, I'm sorry, going into the future or back into the past? Well, here's the interesting thing. In science, we have a law. This is not a theory. Remember, the theory of relativity is a theory, mm-hmm. even though it's been documented, mathematically demonstrated. But there is a law in science called Watley's Law of Evidence. And what that says, it's a respected law. What that says is if people from various parts of the world who don't have any communication with each other tell you the same thing, it must be true. All right? Understand that. Now, back in the uh, mid-'90s when I started getting contacts or information from time travelers from my my regressions with my patients who were abducted, uh, I, I was getting names, dates, and places. I was getting descriptions. And these were people, my practice is international, has been for many, many years. So these are people from Canada, South America, Australia, Europe, all over the world, Asia, China, Japan. And they're all telling me the same thing. They're mm-hmm. all describing the same kind of time travelers, giving me the same names and the same centuries, the same dates where these time travelers, or I called them chrononauts, are from. And therefore, the information was corroborated by all these people. Then I decided to do something even more exotic. And using my fifth-dimensional travel techniques, which I told you I will give that free CD to those people that order my book directly from my site, I actually went into the fifth dimension and met some of these time travelers, which I document in my Time Travels from Our Future book, to show you that to corroborate my patients have been telling me over the years. So now we have Watley's Law of Evidence corroborated not just by dozens and dozens of people, but also by myself. Is it possible, or how is it possible, that... More than one person can share the same past life experience. Well, we have what's called an oversoul concept, which means that um, the soul that occupies your body now is mm-hmm. where really none of us are purebred souls. In other words, we can trace our souls back to our, what we call common ancestors. And therefore, if you have a past life that occurred, say, 500 years ago, mm-hmm. and, and, and now you're in, your soul is now in your current body, Somebody else could trace back to that same, what we call, common oversoul, and therefore they could both be reporting the same life. It doesn't mean it's discredited. It simply means that we're just showing the idea of um, the space-time continuum and by the idea of oversoul and splitting energy, which is what we're doing. The soul is electromagnetic radiation equivalent to your signal, uh, radio signals to TV signals. And therefore, it's really uh, quantum physics and even traditional physics can actually explain that very simply. I was wondering if you could uh, describe for us your famous uh, superconscious mind trap technique for training your patients to heal themselves. Okay, what the superconscious is, is the superconscious is what's called the higher self. Uh, people call that the white light. Like when you read these books about psychic protection, about people want to enter the light. Right, yeah. Uh, the white light is the higher self, or also known as the superconscious. So what I'm doing is our soul, which is our life force, the Easterners would call prana, Okay. Mm-hmm. We call it the subconscious mind, which is medically an alpha brainwave level measured by the electroencephalograph. So this is our life force. Yeah. The problem is the average person's soul is imperfect. That's why we have issues and nobody can walk on water. You know? mm-hmm. And so what I do in the superconscious mind tap is to introduce the patient's subconscious mind or soul 
to its perfect counterpart, which we call the superconscious or higher self, and in doing so, the quality of the energy of the person's soul is raised like an immune system being raised, and therefore they can overcome issues they were previously vulnerable to. And so therefore it's a healing technique, which is basically a shamanic technique, but it works with everything from simple allergies to uh, improving the immune system to resist colds, as all cancer and AIDS, as I report in my soul healing book. And uh, this is a technique that actually works very well, and there's no danger with uh, competing with medical treatment at the same time Anyone can benefit by the uh, by the quality of the healing by using the perfect energy of our superconscious mind. So it's, it's I call this cleansing, and uh, it's a very simple technique, and it's a very effective one, and it really is kind of fun as well as very therapeutic. Dr. Goldberg, are there any dangers for people who want to travel out of their body to the fifth dimension and back? Actually, no, and I'll demonstrate it or, or prove it by a very simple statement. Now, this right. is, what I'm going to report now is medical research. So this is not just my opinion. This mm-hmm. is not putting my hand on the rock or just trying to guess things. Medical research has shown that we go through what's called an alpha brainwave level for seven hours a day. When you go uh, throughout the waking day, if you're driving in the car or the freeways and you pass by your usual exits and don't remember where, you know, each and every exit on the freeway to and from home to work, et cetera, Uh, then you're actually in a daydream level. And if I was sitting next to you in the car and hooked up you to an electroencephalograph, it would measure alpha. So alpha is a normal state. Now that's, but you're not out of the body so much, you're pretty much just relaxing in a daydream level. However, when you go to sleep at night, now everything changes. You go into what we call the REM cycle, which is the dream state, Mm -hmm. which is also an alpha brainwave level, but you're not a sleeper unconscious when you're doing that. You're actually not only in a very deep level of hypnosis, when you're dreaming, which is three hours a night, uh, broken up into three to four sleep cycles, depending on how much you sleep, or sometimes five, but you're actually out of the body. Research has shown, and we have ways of demonstrating how people can be demonstrated to show that they're out of the body, that you're actually out of the body every night for three hours. And the reason why you are is the soul's energy has to be recharged, as well as the physical body, hormones, enzymes, cells have to be replaced, etc. So we're actually out of the body every single night. So there's no disadvantage. In fact, if you didn't go out of the body every night, you wouldn't be able to survive. You'd probably die of a heart attack or a stroke or, or a cerebral vascular accident, as we call it, because the, the, the body and the energy of the soul has to be recharged. Now, as far as advantages, what is the advantage of traveling to the fifth dimension other than life preservation? Well, for one thing, you can eliminate the fear of death because this is a, 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 a microcosm of what happens when you do actually eventually cross into spirit because when you go from one body to another via reincarnation by going out of the body, right. traveling through dimensions. Yeah. You can contact lost loved ones, overcoming bereavement by doing that. You can contact your spirit guides, angels, your higher self. Uh, you can do what we call astral negotiation where you can work out difficulties with people on the earth plane by meeting them in the astral plane or the fifth dimension. You can do healing with these techniques. You can increase your creativity. You can see the future because all time is simultaneous. You can facilitate your own ascension and spiritual growth. You can meet time travelers and the more positive ETs like the Pleiadians. And you can also do something very interesting, which I want to spend some time on, and that's you can also teleport. All right, let's take, a, let's take a break here, Dr. Goldberg. We have to take our news at the bottom of the hour. Exonation sure. Dr. Bruce Goldberg is our very special guest. His latest book, Exploring the Fifth Dimension. 
And uh, for more information on Dr. Goldberg or to get a copy of his latest book, Exploring the Fifth Dimension, visit his website, www.drbrucegoldberg.com. That's www.drbrucegoldberg.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. And The Good Doctor and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news from our studios here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. XZoneRadioTV.com Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. Dr. Bruce Goldberg is my special guest this hour. Dr. Goldberg has a new book out. It's entitled Exploring the Fifth Dimension. His website is www.drbrucegoldberg.com. That's www.drbrucegoldberg.com. Bruce, before we went to the commercial break, we had just started talking about teleportation. And I was wondering if you could tell us more about it. Okay, first, let me just repeat, just so people don't confuse what I, the offer that I made earlier, yeah. is if they want to get the book, The Exploring the Fifth Dimension, they can order it anywhere they want from any bookstore, but if they get it through my site directly, then they will get the free CD titled Fifth Dimensional Travel, which will allow them to travel into the fifth dimension. If they want just simply a free exercise or written exercise, uh, it's on my website. There are five different exercises, or they can write, uh, or they can uh, call my 800 number, my 800 uh, karma for you, which is one eight hundred five two seven six two four eight. But please don't call that if you have a computer, because everything is on the site, and they will get a written exercise as well as information about my material. So let's talk about teleportation. This is to separate it from out of body experiences per se. Both of them require going through the fifth dimension. That's true. But in an out of body experience, it is the soul that is leaving. Uh, the uh, the physical body and traveling to another location or uh, another planet or anywhere in the universe, the body stays exactly where you are. So if you're lying in a bed or a couch, mm-hmm. you're not going to go anywhere, uh, but your, uh, your, your soul is going to travel somewhere else. So that's called an out-of-body experience. And there are different types, but let's just use that term OBE for that situation. Teleportation is very different. It's been reported since ancient times, so we know it exists. 
And of course, I've worked with people and done it myself, and we'll go to some cases in a moment. But what teleportation is, is the physical body actually disappears from your vision. It enters into a tearing the fabric of space-time, is the way we describe it, and then goes into, from one location to another. So you will literally disappear. Now, it's not going to be like Star Trek with the sparkles, you know, with Scotty beaming you up. Mm -hmm. That is Hollywood, all right? What will happen is the person, you will see that person simply disappear, almost like watching a ghost image, and they will disappear into the fifth dimension, and they will reappear in another physical location. Let me, let me and, ask you something at this point, yeah. Ed, because you just brought up something very interesting. Is it possible that the apparitions that some people see are actually time travelers from another dimension that... The yes, paths are is, just yes, crossing? The, the question, the answer is yes. Well, they can know that there are gatekeepers uh, like the Pleiadians who can actually go interdimensionally, too. Okay. Uh, so the answer is yes. You don't know that because they won't identify. One way you can tell a time travel, though I will tell you this very simply, is they always wear a triangular insignia on their jumpsuit or their whatever uh, clothes they're wearing. They wear this a symbol. It's a triangular symbol. And whenever you see a triangle insignia, that is a futuristic uh, entity. Okay. Is it all right? Just taking that one step further, is it? Is there any connection between that that star symbol that you just described on time travelers and the star of David, which is two triangles? Well, uh, okay, I can just tell you that the time travelers that I have uh, actually witnessed and mm -hmm. patients have described to me uh, don't use the star of David. They just use the simple triangle okay. as as their symbol. So it's not it's not a star. It's not a star of David. It's simply one triangle. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know if, if there are any Jewish time travelers in the future, but <laughs> the uh, they only have one triangle that I know of. So. But let, let's go into what what teleportation is. Okay. So, so basically, it's moving from one place to another. So uh, here is an example. I want to read a description of, uh, of this is what a time, with one of my patients who described actually going through the technique, and I've done this myself and mm. in, the, in my, um, uh, 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 my, my various work with CDs, they can, people can actually do this. It's very difficult, but it can be done. So here's what a teleportation actually feels like. And I'm quoting from one of my patients now. It was as though something twisted my body. It felt almost like I was caught in a giant web Suddenly, the world exploded into countless billions of glowing threads. I could now perceive that the strange, twisting sensation that I was experiencing as correlated with the motion of these threads, and they were in constant motion. I was also aware of things beyond the room. The overall effect was very similar to looking at a hologram, except it was visceral as well as visual. You could see slash feel the, the image. Part of me was totally confused, and another part of me was completely familiar with whatever this was. There was a very odd sense of my consciousness being split. Two contradictory thoughts were present in my mind simultaneously. This is what a teleportation is like, and I can relate to it because I've done this myself. Now, understand there is never any danger to a teleportation. You're not going to teleport under the water and drown or be in the middle of a, of a mountain or be on the Philadelphia experiment with half your body exposed. That will never happen. Teleportation has been reported for thousands of years. Nobody ever has been harmed with out-of-body experiences or teleportation. I can tell you that, and the literature will confirm that. So what I'd like to do is show you, uh, describe some cases of teleportation to show you how, how really cool this is and how very, literally life-saving. Life I'm going to give you a case. This is reported in the Exploring the Fifth Dimension book of a woman I call Vivian. Right. This is a woman who I was working with out-of-body experiences and teleportation training, and her problem that she persisted or, or described to me was that she was dating a guy who was a real jerk. 
He was physically abusive. He was psychologically abusive. And she didn't have the gumption to break up with him. And she was very unempowered and very passive. So I'm working with her for self-image improvement and getting her to be able to end this relationship and go on with her life. Mm-hmm. Well, while, while in the middle of therapy, she was on the freeway in Los Angeles here. That's where my office is, where I live. And uh, the guy was traveling. They were traveling, you know, 70 miles an hour or so in the freeway. He got into one of the many fights with her, pushed open the passenger door, oh, threw her out of the car on the freeway. Okay? She twisted her ankle, and she couldn't move very well. A car is coming in the opposite direction. Oh, heavens. And she, all she remembered was the post-hypnotic construction I gave her with teleportation. The next thing she knew, she was on her couch. The car that was coming at her from the opposite direction literally went through her because she disappeared into the fifth dimension. It was witnessed by the boyfriend, and it was witnessed by the driver in the other car, who, of course, stopped and said, you know, what's going on here? Well, the next thing she knew, she's on her couch in her living room with a twisted ankle, and she's alive. So she teleported, and in reality, the teleportation literally saved her life. So that was Vivian's case. So, I mean, that was pretty heavy. Uh, Most of the cases of the the classic cases that are described in the literature, most of which occur in England and Argentina, you'll see cases of people being teleported from place to place in the presence of clouds, mists, and fogs, and gases that seem to appear from nowhere, condense around a vehicle or a person, and result in the sudden vanishing of the objects or people. It it sounds like something straight out of uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah, actually, the Bermuda Triangle actually does have cases of teleportation, and you have Canada cases, too. You have the equivalent in Canada also. So uh, these, you have these cases of time slips, too, mm-hmm. that are described, where people are all of a sudden, not only do they teleport, but they actually go back in time by sometimes decades. Now, the most documented case of teleportation is a very interesting one. This occurred in 1593. Now, you ha- we go back to the, the date of uh, October 24th, the evening of October 24th, 1593, in Mexico City. A man all of a sudden appears in the plaza, right near the governor's office and the mayor's office there, and he's dressed in a Spanish uniform. Now, in those days, Spain owned Mexico as a colony, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And the, the uniform and the gun of the Spanish soldier was very different than the Mexican, so you, they would stand out very quickly. So he's, they go up and they say, what are you doing here? You know, there's no ship. Uh, How did you get here? And he said, he was very nervous, and he said, I tried to prevent the murder of the governor, but I couldn't. And they said, what governor? The governor is right up the street here. He's fine. He said, no, 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 Governor Don Gomez Perez das Moranos, who was the governor of Manila in the Philippines, 9,000 miles away. So they thought he was crazy. So they called him loco. They arrested him. They interrogated him in the jail cell. Uh-huh. Uh, and, of course, this means that the historians will now document this gentleman. And then they turned him over to the priest to do an exorcism because they thought he was possessed. And now we have the Catholic Church documenting this gentleman. Okay, so what happened was that two months later, the ships from Spain go from Manila all the way around to eventually to Mexico, and this is now Christmas time of 1593, and the gentleman brings the news. You know, the, the, the people on board the ship, they bring the news as well as supplies to Mexico, and they said, you know what's interesting, just for the news guys, the governor of Manila was murdered. And they said, really, when? He was murdered on the morning of October 25th, 1593. One of the gentlemen on the ship was taken to the jail to interrogate this man. His name is Gil Perez, the one who teleported. And he said, that's Gil Perez. He was one of the guards. So he was identified, his story corroborated, and eventually they put him on the ship back to Manila. But here's the point. 
Gil Perez teleported from the morning of October 25th, 1593, back in time by 12 hours to the evening of October 24th, 1593, 9,000 miles away. Hmm. In 1593, you don't travel 9,000 miles in a matter of a few seconds. It takes two months by ship. So that is the most documented case of teleportation because it was documented by the historians and the academic people, as well as the Catholic Church. So, interestingly enough, Gil Perez's case is just uh, uh, the most documented and one of the oldest documented cases of, of uh, teleportation. Uh, back during World War I, in October, August 12th of 1915, a New Zealand field company clearly observed a battalion of the British Royal Norfolk Regiment marching up a hillside in Solva Bay, Turkey. This is during World War I now. The Ottoman Empire was our enemy, right? Uh, suddenly, a low-flying cloud, remember I said about clouds yes, being relevant yeah. here, descended, and none of the British soldiers emerged. This cloud rose slowly to rejoin the other clouds, and these soldiers were never heard from again. Now, what's interesting, 50 years later, in 1965, three of the New Zealand soldiers who witnessed this Gallipoli campaign related the story to the media. So here's an example of all these soldiers just teleported and were never heard from again. Now, another another case, which was very documented, even older than that, was occurred in, in Paris, in the Palace of, uh, of Versailles. They have a, a, a little area called the Petit Trianon, which is like a, a chateau given by Louis XVI to Marie Antoinette in the, in the, in the 1770s, 1774. Well, uh, there are some women from England who were, they were teachers in, Eng in England, and they wanted to go on vacation. They were on a holiday. So they go to the uh, uh, Petit Trianon, which is part of the Palace of Versailles, and this is 1901. And what happened was, as they're walking to the uh, Petit Trianon, they all of a sudden, they were disoriented, and the next thing they knew, they could see what looks like a woman painting on a canvas in the Petit Trianon, people dressed in the uh, outfits of the 18th century, the three-corner hats, the grayish-green coats, etc. And the woman they recognized doing a portrait or just doing some drawing was Marie Antoinette. All right? And they heard some music, some very odd music, which they recorded, and they kept in their notebook. And then eventually the situation ended where they were back in their normal state, so to speak, and back in 1901. What happened was people thought they were crazy, they were hallucinating, they never gave them any credence. The music they were documenting never existed. So this case was very much on a standstill until recently, within the last 10 years, the music they documented was found. So not only were they correct on the music, but the drawings of the Petit Trianon, which they did in 1901, was actually reflected of what it looked like in 1789, not 1901, and even more importantly, there were, a couple, there were a diary found by one of the servants at the Petit Trianon that described that particular day that two women dressed oddly entered into the Petit Trianon and disappeared suddenly. So we have complete documentation of these two uh, teachers teleporting in 1901 back to 1789 to take a gander at Marie Antoinette. So uh, this is a, a fascinating case uh, and a real case of teleportation. Um, another case that occurred was uh, that I had uh, the pleasure of working with one of the women involved. Uh, there, is, there are two girls called Brenda. I call them Brenda and Amy. They live in Texas. And when they were about nine years old, they were walking home from school one day in the suburb where they lived. And what happened was that all of a sudden a woman, a teenager, about maybe 18 or 19 years old, 
dressed in a light blue tennis outfit, runs right up to them and tackles them both. And just as she tackles them, a car driven by a drunk teenager would have killed both of them. All right? Mm. The teenager now, all of a sudden, they want to thank this woman because, you know, they don't know where this woman sure. is, comes out of nowhere. The woman disappears. Just as quickly as she came, she disappeared into the fifth dimension. So they forgot about this case. Now, Brenda and Amy were the two women I call, uh, those are the names I give them, not their real names. Mm -hmm. Well, ten years later, I had a pleasure of working with, with um, uh, Amy, and she was telling me a very interesting story. She said that uh, she was now a teenager graduating from high school, and Brenda was, was, of course, her best friend. They were friends forever. And she went to pick her up to play tennis one day. Now, now they're both about 18 years old. And uh, as she knocks on the door, Brenda answers the door dressed in a light blue tennis outfit and tells her, she goes, you know something? I blacked out for the last half an hour, and I had this image or this hallucination, or whatever you want to call it, of me tackling these two nine-year-old girls to save their lives. Unreal. That was the teenager that saved their own lives. It was the future life, so to speak, of Brenda at All 19 right. years old. Doctor, stand by. We have to take our sure. final break. Exonation, Doctor. Bruce Goldberg is our very special guest. What a gentleman. Had him on the show many times, and I'm sure in the future he'll be back with us many times as well. His website, www.drbrucegoldberg.com. That's drbrucegoldberg.com. His new book, Exploring the Fifth Dimension, is available on his site. And the good doctor and I return on the other side of this break. Don't go away. was rather abrupt, Craig. What happened? Somebody hit the wrong button over there? Exo Nation, my very special guest this hour is Dr. Uh, Bruce Goldberg. Maybe uh, maybe Craig tried to teleport himself and it didn't work. That'll teach you to, to teleport when you're working. Uh, first of all, Bruce, always a great pleasure having you on the show. I want to congratulate you on another book and uh, we're going to be looking for you on the Canadian Discovery Channel when, what is it, Alien Mysteries airs? It's called Alien Mysteries. It premieres on March 3rd, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, also Pacific Time, 8 p.m. On the, the well, we're going, to, we're going to be watching it, Bruce. And as I said, uh, congratulations on another book, Exploring the Fifth Dimension. How, how do you deal with skepticism? When it comes well, to obviously the you, other you dimensions. you can't deal with skeptics other than the fact they're not going to change their mind. Uh, my definition of a skeptic is somebody who sees a UFO land in their backyard and buries it and hopes nobody <laughs> sees a land. So you're, you're not going to convince them of anything. But here's, here's, a, here's what I can do. I deal with science. I love so here, that. Let me give you an example I of science. Yeah. The idea that the mind can influence uh, organ tissues, which mm -hmm. has been shown in Stanford University, the idea that we have a mind and, and, a, and a soul and life after death. 
The Nobel Prize laureate physicist Eugene Wigner stated that if the mind could not affect the physical world but was only affected by it, this would be the only known example in modern physics of a one-way interaction. In modern physics, one-way interactions are not known to occur. So obviously, even modern science and quantum physics especially supports various disciplines that we talked about tonight and a lot more. Parallel universes, a fifth dimension, going back and forward in time, all these are supported by science. Bruce, uh, quickly, can you let our listeners know about your book, where it can be purchased? Uh, I know it's available on your website, and tell them about the great gift that you have for people who, who order your book directly off your website. Sure. They can purchase the, the Exploring the Fifth Dimension or any of my other books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Chapters, or any of your stores that you normally buy your books on. But if you do that, you won't get the free CD. If they order it directly from my site, right, drbrucegoldberg.com, then they'll get a free CD. Just mention, but you do have to mention the offer. Mention the show and the free CD offer, and you'll automatically get the, the Fifth Dimensional Travel CD, which will guide you into the Fifth Dimension, allow you to have out-of-body experiences, prepare you for teleportation, all the fun things we discussed, and that only is available directly from my site, and you must mention the show and the offer. Bruce, as always, time with you, my friend, goes by so fast. Uh, let's see, this is book number what, 21 or 22 for you? 21, number 21. When's number 22 coming out, and what's it going to be about? I'll have to go into the fifth dimension to give you the exact date. <laughs> oh, Bruce, take care of yourself, my friend. Keep the great work up. Always a pleasure Thank talking you. to you, and I hope that... We speak to you again. Well, you'll. Well, I'm sure that you go into the future and know that you're going to be back on the show. And when you of course, do, and you're going to be just as personable. We're going to have as much, if not more, fun the next time. Uh, you've got it, Bruce. Thank okay. you very much for joining I us. Take you. care, my friend. Bye bye now. Exo Nation. My guest this hour has Bye-bye. been Dr. Bruce Goldberg. www drbrucegoldberg.com. His new book is entitled "Exploring the Fifth Dimension." Now, I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Uh, no, it's not two-minute commercial. It is our, it's our break at the top of the hour. I'll be back at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour. When, once again, we continue here in the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, and our broadcast affiliates worldwide. My name is Rob McConnell. I'll be back after the news. Don't go away.